welcome to Life in Perspective. We are back for another episode, and I don't care that I say this every week. I am excited about this one. <laughs> Guys, I cannot wait for you to hear this story of this oh, amazing man. young lady. I ain't even about to, like, give you no pre like no pretext, no pre-context, like none of that. Guys, welcome Destiny Mabry. Hi, y'all. Oh my gosh. I think this is like I think this is my first time doing a podcast. Really? Yes. I'm excited yes. that you chose to say yes, yes to life in perspective. And I told you I'm I'm a member of one. <laughs> so when I got the email, I was like, not you online and God, you better go on. <laughs> I was like, so funny. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, no, girl. I'm super excited. I literally was, <clears throat> I have to confess, during my social media fast, I was scrolling and I came across your video. I don't even know how I came across it. And I was like, I instantly text Ashley. And I'm like, we have to have her on the podcast. So wow. like life in perspective is all about defining moments. Mm -hmm. And I was so encouraged to hear you share your story that hasn't been the greatest, you know, like most people would have been like, this is a sign I need to go back. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. so encouraged by the fact that you like, this is what God said. And there's just like this blind trust that I'm always uh, an advocate for. Like you ain't going to not, you're not going to know all of it. But if I know the God that's calling me into it, I for sure can handle this. And so I don't want to spoil the story. So like, tell us a little bit, like, where are you from? How did you get to LA? Oh, wow. So um, I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I actually, in 20, it's 2024, right? Time mm -hmm. is going by I know. so fast. Right. And, so, and the pandemic was five years. Right. Thank you. So <laughs> in 2022, I said to myself, like, whatever type of money I come across, I'm going to go to LA and just see what it's like out there. Mm -hmm. I knew from years ago that I belonged in LA. My mm -hmm. mother knew, like, she would be like, would you move to LA like randomly? Mm -hmm. Like it's like everyone around me knew that I belonged here. So mm -hmm. when I came here, I bought a one-way ticket. Oh, and um I wanted to stay as long as possible and see as many different areas as, as I could. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, God, if you want me to move here, like you gotta just give me like abundantly clear signs. Mm -hmm. Like I and big on asking God for abundant clarity, like make it so obvious where it's like, oh, you like talking to Mimi, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So I stayed for like, I think six weeks. And then um, as soon as I got here, I just kept like getting opportunity after opportunity, business meeting after business meeting. And I'm like, okay, this is like flowing much different than it is in New York. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to record a video at the Dunes cause, um, I did a lot of content for Insecure. And okay. once, once I went to Inglewood, I was like, nah, I got to go to the dunes and do something for, for sure. Every, it's literally a landmark now. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Black Hollywood sign, yes. right? So um, when I went, uh, the girl that was recording me, she was like, yo, are you, are, you, um, are you managing this complex? And I was like, what are you talking about? And there was a sign outside the building that said Mabry Management. Like, it was literally my name on a sign. Mabry is not a common last name. Not. So I was like, wow. God, you you literally put my name on this sign that I'm supposed to move here. Mm -hmm. So I stayed for like three more weeks and went back. And when I went back home, God made it so uncomfortable for me there. Mm -hmm. Like the noise was louder. The train <laughs> was dirtier. Like everything just felt like I can't, I can't do this no more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but God, you know my bank account is given what is given. Ooh. So the math is not mathing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, so you want me to raise the money. Wow. Then. So that's what I did. I raised wow. the money on my page and I moved. Wow. Yeah. I went back home and stayed for maybe like a month and a half and I moved. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> I'm all, I'm always gotta break it down for y'all just in case you missed it. Okay. I love the like asking God for a sign. Cause some people would be like, why are you just saying go? Like, cause I think even sometimes in sharing our stories, we say like, God said, do, do this. And I did this. And there's the period in between where we like, God, make it clear. Mm -hmm. Show me it's you. Show me it's not my own desires. Cause you mentioned like, I knew I was supposed to be in LA, but mm -hmm. there is also a level of like submission and surrender that says, if you give me a sign, then I know it's in your time. Yes. I really, really love that. And then like the whole sign, I, 
stuff like that makes me be like, I love God yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. Like, only I, you can do this. Right, right. It's <laughs> like I I spent so much of my life trying to figure out where I belong. And I feel like now I'm finally in a chapter where like I know God is talking to me. I know God don't play about me. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. that God's hand is on my life real bad. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know it. I know mm-hmm. it. And all of last year I saw it. And yeah. I um when I came to visit LA, one of my friends had like called me out on it. She was like, this was your way of like moving without moving. Mm. So it was like, if you go and leap, leap. you don't, you got to leap. Like, don't, and don't I, I, was trying, I was trying to do the like, let me know what's <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And it's like, I can't live in both states. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, guys. So yeah, you either you, trust God or you don't. I Yeah. There's, there's, there's no in between. Mm-hmm. So there's no situationships with God. You know what yeah. I mean? You either in a relationship or you not. Mm-hmm. So I just kept getting the signs and I raised the money and I came out here and Everything was going good, you know, like I, even when I say this out loud, I'm just like, God, what? It's 2023. <laughs> so like when I got here, um, everything was fine. Like I found housing and like I said, I raised the money. So now I got like my whole online community with me, rooting mm-hmm. for me. They've been going so hard for me. And yeah. I just like, I'm just so thankful for the community that God gave me and makes me, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, take your time. Ugh. I hate crying when I look cute, man. <laughs> We're like, all right. So, so I, Jesus Christ. I, what was I saying? You're all, <laughs> thankful for your community, your online community. They've been right. rocking with Shout you. Shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? Just for showing up for me in the ways that you have. So when I got to LA, everything was going good. And mm-hmm. I made content online for shows and movies and, mm-hmm. and plays. So I was about to get, a bunch of deals. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, like I, I could have made close to a hundred thousand dollars last year in mm-hmm. a very short period of time, and the strike happened, mm. and that hundred thousand went to zero, mm. and I was just like, I was like, God, why, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you have me come to Cali to lose my job mm-hmm. as soon as I got here, yeah. and then? I was like, cool, like that's fine. At least I got a place to stay. Yeah. A month after that, my roommate like, well, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> and I was like, so I just lost my job and my apartment within six months of living here and within like a month of each other. Yeah. I'm like, God, you old then. You said now. Yeah, yeah. At least if we can got a job, we could have a house. Right. But you want me to get all right, both of them. But what stands out to the story is you said who told you to come? What you mean? Who told you to come to LA? God. For sure. Right. And that's I was like, so when the strike happened, so many people were DMing me and texting me, being like, So are you moving back to New York? And I was mm-hmm. like, What would make you think I would go back to New York? Because I hit one hurdle. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't mean that I'm going back to New York. I don't give up on myself that easily. And yeah. I know for a fact that God wants me here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do what I can to stay. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just, I was just like, God, when the strike happened, I got a message from God and God was saying, I want you to be more vocal about my role in your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. You've been blessing me my whole life. We can do that. <laughs> but then I got another message from God and he was saying like, I want you to be more vocal about my role right now. And I was confused mm. because I was like, because your life didn't line up with who you thought God was. Right. And I was like, wait, but I just lost my job. So what you want me to say? Mm. <laughs> like, that's exactly what God wanted me to say. For sure. So I put up the post saying that I lost my job. And I was like. That's actually the post I saw. That I lost my job? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I mean, dag. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that has tickled me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness. You um, know, because I think like. That was the post? You, that was the post I saw. And then, because you talked about it in like, and I just kept, I went on like this dive. Because I don't even think you recognize what you're saying. Because you're still sitting here. We're in LA right now. Yeah. And you're still sitting here. Mm-hmm. And what could seem, I know a lot of people who would have been like, I'm out of here. This is a clear sign. I missed God. Mm -hmm. And we have to stop um, 
like measuring God's goodness based off the things we have. Yes. Because God is good, period. And the other thing is that if if God said I'm supposed to be here, it doesn't matter what the circumstances present. Mm -hmm. God said this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. And sometimes God will remove the thing you think got you here so you can know. No, that's why I asked you. I said, who told you to move here? Yeah. Because the first thing is like, God, why would you let this happen? I'm the one who brought you here. The job is a byproduct of me bringing you here. Yes. And it helps you keep your focus on, because let's just say you strike didn't happen. You making money. You're gone. You're like, this is what I'm here for. It's clear that it's not. Mm-hmm. That's in addition to whatever yes. God's plan is for you. Right. And so I'm only sharing that because somebody is watching this and God gave them an instruction and they followed it and it didn't pan out. So we were literally just talking about this earlier, that we have a perception of how we think God's going to move. Right. And surrender says, I get rid of my perception and all right, I'm going to roll with whatever you present. And I think um, one of the hardest things for me to do is surrender. Mm. And um, I actually found um, a video of yours. I think you said in every season that you're in, you're going to be required to surrender something. And I'm like, God, my middle name must have been surrender in 2023 because <laughs> you just, I'm just like, all right, at this point, I know, I know you want me here, but it's not looking the way I thought. So I'm going to just give this part to you because mm. right now I don't have the answers. Yeah. But what I find peace in is that it's okay that I don't have the answers yeah. but as long as I am being obedient to what God told me it doesn't matter yep. you know what I mean it's like I actually don't have to have all the answers mm-hmm. I don't need to be a know-it-all I know what I know and I know what God told me for sure God told me go to LA and I'm like you said I'm still here yeah you know so like when I lost and even when I lost um my my deals my brand deals I think that one of the things that that showed me, well, be, before I lost my deals, my friend had prayed over me because before sending that email, I was afraid to ask for that amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just feeling real. I just don't feel good about it. And she was just like, Destiny, you got to like tap into where this is coming from. Yeah. And she had prayed for God to give me pause. I remember the word and I was like, the strike was the pause? <laughs> you said, hey, like, next time don't pray. Right, right. I was like, I mean, <laughs> sis, I feel you. But like yeah. the, the very next week, the strike happened. And it's wow. like I needed that pause to reevaluate how I see myself and my worth, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, why am I afraid to ask for what I deserve? Mm-hmm. I'll be putting in work with the content that I make and yeah. it's getting better and better. Why am I God didn't create me to be second guessing the gifts that he gave me. For sure. Right? So it's like, now I don't feel no type of way about asking mm-hmm. for more money than I got the, the previous year. It was like, it was just the amount was scaring me. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, again, just because you're obedient to God, that don't mean you're not scared. For sure. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, God, even leaving New York, New York is everything to me. It's my my hometown, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, even though I knew I was outgrowing it, it's still what I'm used to. Yeah. In LA, I'm like, I ain't got no car. Yeah, it's different. You going around random mountains and stuff just <laughs> to get to Trader Joe's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just deep. So I'm like, oh, it's also like, I don't have family out here. I have like yeah. one family member out here. So it's, I left everything to come to LA, yeah. but I knew that God was going to, plant me somewhere else for sure yeah yeah i was I've, I've been having like this this consistent dialogue about everything being an invitation mm-hmm. and so like to hear you say like i don't got a lot of family out here you really not much of a plan it's just mm-hmm. like i'm following god and sometimes god will call us to situations like that because he's really calling us to himself and so he'll remove all the other options mm-hmm. until you're only left with him yes and you like all right bro i got it now, can we move on from this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and no, it's like, it's it's crazy. He's like, very similar. Like last year, he's like, all right, let's walk away from this job. I'm like, cool. All right. Where are we going? Because right, right, you right. need a job to pay bills and all of that. And so I put myself in storage. I walked away from my job. I'm like, all right, we survived the year of that. Now, Lord, what are we doing? So then I get in a rhythm and a flow. I get to the top of this year. Everything he told me to do last year, I'm like, cool, we're going to keep doing that. He's like, no, you're not going to do that. So just stop. So there's, yeah. 
I had a whole Bible study planned, scheduled. I almost paid the money for it. He was like, I never said do this. And how did you, sorry, I'm not no, the person to No, go ahead. This, this is a conversation. <laughs> how did you feel when you realized that God was saying that I was you? very distraught. <laughs> yeah. I was like, bro, what? This doesn't make any, this is what we doing. But then yeah. I also had to own the fact that I just jumped into a rhythm of things and never consulted and said, is this what you want me to do? Mm -hmm. Because the original instruction was to host it October and November. Then I said, we're going to do this every Wednesday, all mm -hmm. next year. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, I'm I sorry, I'm not really sure where you got that from, but mm -hmm. that is not what we're doing this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm very confused because... All last year was ministry focused. And then I get into this year and it feels like the opposite side of that route, which is like now we're on the creative and the content and like, yes. let's go back to the other things. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, we always be thinking we got God figured out and he's like, I'm running this. Right. And you either going to sit in this passenger seat and let me drive or I'm going to get out and you can drive yourself and let me know where you end up at. And that's been life. Oh, drag me. I, <laughs> that's been, like I said, like surrendering has been just like, you know what? I'm actually not in control. And I, you know what? I'm going to accept that yeah. in terms of being in LA. Like, granted, I love where I am right now, but there are moments that I was just like, God. Why? Why? <laughs> it was after the apartment, I got really angry because mm -hmm. I was just like, so you're going to have me lose my job and my home. In a month, mm -hmm. in a month. What are you? What are you doing? All right. So what happened after that? When I lost my apartment. Yeah. So I remember. Um, that was a. That was a traumatic experience for me that I think that I'm still trying Process. to heal from because, mm -hmm. I even got angry. To say I got angry would actually be an understatement. Whatever is more than angry, that's <laughs> I what I was there. at the, the roommate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was like, it just came out of nowhere. And it's like, you know, I just lost my job. So what is going to happen? And I remember mm -hmm. I said to God, I was like, the day that she told me that she was moving, I wrote down, I was like, God, either, you've got two options. <laughs> <laughs> I said, either you give me enough money to stay in this apartment on my own, or you help me find a roommate. Mm -hmm. Neither one of those things happened. <laughs> and I I'm was sure. Because like, he said, who's God here? Right, me or you? Exactly. <laughs> and it was like, oh, what I realized looking back is that I was putting limitations on God mm -hmm. when the whole plan was for me to live on my own, wow. in my own apartment. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even a thought of wow. mine. And I, what is it? Please, I don't know Bible verses that well, Girl, but it's like do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you can say or think. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. emphasis has been on like what I think is yeah. like they're still bigger than what I imagine. Mm -hmm. Anything that I've imagined that God has brought to fruition has been it's like three man. times yeah. what I thought. So I'm like, you got A and B, and he like, I'm already at C. You're yeah. not even thinking I'm gonna put you. I've in already your own finished the alphabet. Exactly <laughs> right, and it's no, it's like sure. I wouldn't have even thought that I would be living in my own apartment yeah. in L.A. within a few months of moving from mm -hmm. New York. So it's like this was God's plan the whole time, and even with the with the roommate, I know that she had left the church. But God was even using her because even though she left the church, she was teaching me stories about the Bible. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there would be times that I'd be on the couch like, yo, I can't believe I lost my job. I can't believe I, I ain't got no money. I mm -hmm. cannot believe that I'm here right now. And she was like, I remember she was like, this reminds me of the story of Abraham. Like, she was <laughs> literally, like, teaching me about yeah. the Bible. You know what I mean? So it's like God can use anybody, anybody mm -hmm. you know? And I just never experienced that much loss in a that I'm lying it's been a long time since I've experienced that much loss mm -hmm. in a short period of time yeah so it was um a toll yeah on me for sure it I'm was. sure I want to go back to something you said mm -hmm. actually a very long time ago earlier in the conversation but you said <clears throat> all my life I've been looking for a place where I belong what does that come from um I knew in a matter of words this was going to happen. I knew this. Mm -hmm. um, before I lost my sister, um, I feel like I was just like existing. 
mm-hmm. you know? Um, you know, like, trying to be seen, feeling invisible, yeah. you know, dating men and, like, can you say the word sex? Girl, you can say oh. whatever you want to say. <laughs> listen, I don't know, man. Listen, um, you know, like, have, have, having sex and, like I said, like, trying to be seen in a way that just was, like, not true to me and just not knowing where I belonged, working jobs that didn't feel like kept me grounded in any way. Mm-hmm. And then when I lost my sister is really when my life just, like, completely did a 180. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, like what just what just happened you know mm-hmm. so like my sister was my was my best friend mm-hmm. and i remember in 2014 when she passed so many people kept saying to me oh like my sister's also on the runner i lost my sister to domestic violence and i was just like so nobody's talking, talking about, about it mm-hmm. and it fueled me you know what i mean and it's like looking back so this year actually makes 10 years since i lost my sister wow. and I feel like when I look back, um, I believe that my faith has tripled over the last like mm-hmm. month because I would never think that God would use that experience to somehow get me to the Color Purple premiere. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like I would have never thought that these things would like align and. Um, losing my sister gave me purpose, you know, because I became attached to something bigger than myself. And mm-hmm. I remember when I lost my sister, feeling like my heart just split in half. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God used my talents to put those pieces back together mm-hmm. and to build community and stand for something, you know. Mm-hmm. But I spent a long time just like trying to be connected to something bigger than myself or like I said, trying to be seen. And even last year, I felt like I was struggling with that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can, I have a lot of assurance knowing that like God always sees me. Yeah. And like one thing I need as someone that deals with anxiety, like I need consistency. I need things to make sense on a consistent basis. God makes sense all the time. Mm-hmm. God is the most consistent thing in my life. God got me through when I lost my sister. God got me through the pandemic when I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. And God got me through 2023 when I lost my job and my apartment and friends and men that I thought were the one. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. And <laughs> it's like, you know, it's God is just so consistent. And I feel like God has been so patient with me. I just owe it to myself and to God to try to give that same energy back and surrender even when it don't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's, I feel like, I just feel like a better person, you know? I feel like I have a lot more clarity and sanity, you Mm -hmm. know? Like trying to figure things out on my own. Child, it ain't worth it. It's whack. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's just like, I actually can't figure it out. So can you just come help me? Because I can't. Yeah. Yeah, you know? And it's, it's like, I don't think, like, I've always grown up in a church, but I don't think it was ever normalized that, like, God wants to be a part of every part of your life. So I would just only go to God with, like, the really big things. Like, should I move to L.A.? But it's like, I remember right before I got CultureCon, before I booked that, I had prayed to God. I was like, God, I want to record some content at the CultureCon that I went to in L.A., but I want to ask, like, unique questions. Help me find a question. And then the next day at the sign-in, they had, like, truth or dare, like, yeah, it was like truth or dare cards. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the truth card and it was like all just questions to ask people. So I was like, oh, I can use this. Mm-hmm. To ask. It's like, oh, you answered what I just asked For you sure. yesterday, right? For sure. So I think we just as a whole make it seem like God is like, only come to me with the grand scheme. Yeah, no. And it's like, no, it could be something simple like... All, all things. All things. Life. Help me with this idea. Yeah. No, for sure. I love that. Um, and thank you for sharing that. You know, like I, I can tell that's like um, a sacred, you know, space mm-hmm. for you. Um, and I just, I am overwhelmed by the way that God is choosing to write your story. Yeah. Um, because I, for whatever reason, you said that at the top of the podcast, but I held on to it. 
um, because I feel like the reason your journey is written the way that it is is because God needs you to know that he sees you. And so when, I don't know, your favorite celebrity comments on your post, and you're like, oh, my God, it's not them. It's that God sees you, mm -hmm. and it's that God thinks you're worthy, and it's that God thinks you're to die for. And so I want you to hold on to that. Like, whatever God chooses to walk you into, that person that's giving you the opportunity, they don't even know why they're doing that. Mm -hmm. It's because God sees you. And I'm saying this because so, so many times, like, we can – like we can have this longing of like needing to belong or needing people to recognize the gifts and the talents that we have when really it's like, God's like, I'm the one who put it in you and I see you and that's enough. That's enough. And what I could do, what I could work hard to accomplish in 10 years, God could do in a moment. And when I know that, I don't care if you never see it. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you never recognize it. Cause mm -hmm. like, as you said earlier, you know, God don't play about you. Right. So you know that when you walk into a room and you're supposed to be there, you know it doesn't matter if you don't see me. You gonna see me because God don't play about me and this is the room he trusted me to be in. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. It's like I 100% agree and I, I, I pray that I can get to a point where like I fully, fully believe that. Yeah. You know what I for mean? For sure. And he's gonna, he's gonna keep is is you haven't even scratched the surface. That's the part to me that yeah. mad fire. This is the floor. This like, is the floor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. it's like sorry. No, no, go ahead. Like right now, I feel like the best version of myself, and I'm just beginning. Mm -hmm. That's the part that's so exciting to me because I'm like, oh God, we about to really skyrocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like last year, in in response to what you had said about the way God sees me. I'll be reading, I'll be reading the Bible app. That's that's what uh that's as close to the Bible as I'll be getting the, on the The Bible basis. app is the Bible. Yes, right. <laughs> so it's like I, I do the word, I do the devotional, and then I write in my journal how it resonates with For me, sure. right? So there was again, I forgot the name of the book, so but funny. it said like you are God's masterpiece. And I was like, mm -hmm. so God sees me as a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. So if God, the person that made all things good sees me as a masterpiece. Yeah. Why would I let you talk to me crazy? Why would I let you treat me like nothing? Mm -hmm. Anybody, whether it be a job, a man, a friend. Yeah. If God sees me as a masterpiece, why am I stepping into places that don't make me feel like a masterpiece? The math is not mathing. It's so nice. it's like I had to really tap into like... If God sees me as a masterpiece, how do I see myself? Mm -hmm. And it's not a, it was not a masterpiece. Yeah. Like I felt, one thing that I felt, especially in terms of like my Christian walk, I felt unqualified. Mm. When I put up that post that I lost my job, so many people DM'd me and they were like, wow, this gives me a lot of faith. You really brought me closer to God. And I was like, me? Mm -hmm. Feeling like, yeah. Almost like God can't use me. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's not true. Because he's not... absolutely using you. Right. You For know? sure. Right. For sure. It's crazy because I was, I heard this earlier and I was like, what the heck is this for? But I literally heard like the unlikely ones. And I for sure feel like we are entering a time for the unlikely ones. The people that seem unlikely to speak. The people that seem unlikely to be talking about God, like there are these this group of people that God's highlighting who people wouldn't expect mm -hmm. for God to use. And then when I look at the Bible, I see a book full of people who were unlikely to be used by God, but they were. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like don't um, don't just be authentically you because that's that's what God is looking for. Church culture has told us that we have to like be this you know, person that One is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not God looking for a person that is surrendered mm -hmm. that will say yes. And right. he will use that person like, or whatever it is like God's just, and, and the fact that you feel unqualified only highlights how usable you are by God mm -hmm. because you are unlikely. It brings glory to God. If you had it all together, you wouldn't need him. Mm -hmm. And neither would the person that needs him that you wouldn't be attractive to them. You are attractive because of what you've been through. And in spite of those things, in spite of the choices, in spite of the decisions, God is still using you. So then yeah. a person who's walked through the same thing or similar things can be like, well, dang, if God could do it for destiny, for sure, 
he could do it for me. Right. That is the testimony. That mm-hmm. is what glorifies God is because we are, I am raggedy. Okay. I just did a whole podcast episode about how raggedy I am. <laughs> and it's like, but the fact that God will be like, okay, now tomorrow I'm going to get on a plane and go preach to some young adults. Yeah. I feel very unqualified for that, but that's okay. Is that something that you still? A hundred percent. Really? I, and, and partly because I never wanted to be a preacher. It, this I, mm. I know people, some people grow up and they, they commit their lives to this. I didn't want any parts of it, actually. Mm-hmm. And then it just happened one day. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. And so, but it is surrender to the fact that, okay, all right, God, if this is what you want to do, let's do it. Because I'm just a vessel. And when I said mm-hmm. yes to Jesus, I surrendered my life. Right. And I, I, yeah. I feel like when we talk about like letting God use you, once you surrender, it's not up to you to decide how, how you will be used. And that's why when God was like, you know, talk more about my role in your life. I was like, I could talk about what you did with Kia. That was years <laughs> ago. You know what I mean? Like, I could talk about XYZ relationship that you got me out of or whatever. But it's like, Who so you I want now? me to talk about this right now when I feel like I have nothing. That was embarrassing for me to post, Brenda. I was not trying to post that and I was like God you gave me the whole outline and showed me like the plan the pivot the pause you you like outlined it for me and I'm like I was embarrassed I was embarrassed to go from hosting culture con to coming back with nothing in my apartment yeah that was embarrassing Mm -hmm. and it's like I'm gonna be embarrassed and do it anyway. Listen, I'm gonna be afraid and do it anyway. I I understand. Yeah, I, I very much understand because I remember preaching at the Potter's house and then hosting an event, and I had four dollars in my account. Mm. It's a, it's because it's like we we could feel like God, why are you ripping my life to shreds when in actuality He's trying to tell you that it ain't on you, yeah. it's on Him because mm-hmm. I ain't never been without. Mm-hmm. You lost an apartment that you shared with somebody only for God to walk you into your own apartment. Yes. And so it's perspective. And I yes. feel like God is amplifying these types of stories because he needs people to recognize that it's not in their own strength. Because nothing right. I've gotten in the last year was by my doing. Absolutely. It's only because God chose to walk me through a door or present me with an opportunity. And so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, all of it is about God proving that he's God. Mm-hmm. And if there is something in your life that you've now made your God, it has to go. Job, yeah. car, relationship, friends, mm-hmm. money. It, he will remove. He's a jealous God. That's not just something we be like, oh, okay, he's a jealous God. No, that's real life. Yes. And whatever yes. is occupying his place in your life, it got to go. And either it could go by you surrendering it or he will remove it. That's just like real scary though. You know what I mean? Like it's like I agree and I hear you and amen. But it's it's like this, it's just scary because it's like, dang, am I am I idolizing this? Am I holding on to this too much? But at least with my apartment, I can definitely see like I didn't see anything better than living in that space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, God, I'm only giving you two options because I know you want me to stay here. <laughs> and it was like, actually, I never meant for you to stay here. Yeah. You got the gems, now leave. Let's go. For sure. And I was just like, wow. Like, I never saw that being a thing. And I think that when I do get something, especially something that I love or something that makes me feel a little grounded, I try to, I hold on to it real tight. And it's like, at some point, you got to be willing to let things go. And I think with me, it was it was hard for me to let go of those deals. It was hard. A hundred thousand dollars. You know how much money I got right now? You know what I'm saying? It's just like I, I, I understand, right? I so I, understand. I was just like, so it's the fact that it went all the way down to zero. Because yeah. I was like, when I'm not unionized as like a writer sure, or actor sure. yet, but like I am a content creator. So and I work with shows. So everything that I did was tied to that. To that you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so many people didn't realize, like, oh, you actually got affected by it too. Yeah. And it was that was like I said, I was embarrassed to be like, you know, y'all help me raise the money. Also. The plan that I had. Yeah. But just wait till God flips it around. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's, just, it's just like turning a little bit. And something, there's two things I want to add to this, is that one of them is, <clears throat> like, because this is a fallen world, with all the wealth in the world, 
I would never have as much as God could give me his way. That was confusing. Thank so, you. okay, so look, this is like earth. Like, it's the fallen world. It's not heaven. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Not, it's, not, it's not the kingdom of God. Yes. Okay? So, even if you were a billionaire in your own right, you still would not be as wealthy as you could be with God his way. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm, the reason yeah. I'm saying that is because sometimes you might lose money. And you just say, it went from 100000 to $0. You still are more wealthy in the surrender than you would be had you held on to the money if you could have when God said walk away from it. Bars. <laughs> Go off. No, bars. Yeah, but yes. it, because that helps me. Go yeah. like, okay, if God is taking this away, that means what I'm about to walk into is going to supersede it. Right. And it obviously it comes with practice of saying, yes. okay, God, it's, it's a trust thing. Because when you become a believer, you don't live the way everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So their success looks like money, fame, whatever it is. And God could give you that, but it's going to be according to what he wants you to do with it. Yes. Right. The and- other part of surrender is that you just said, you was like, I couldn't see myself living nowhere beyond where I was. But God knew. Mm-hmm. So when God asked me to do something, I only have the picture of where I am right now. He can see the whole thing. Yes. So I'm going to trust my limited view or his whole view. Right. It's even even when I had <laughs> when I found out that I was about to lose my apartment, it even made me look back at when I lost my job because I'm like it, how was I going to do raps for these shows and where was I going to do them? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like cuz I did them from my living room. Okay, 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 I got so you. So it's like and I had to have them in every week. So where was I going to do that if I had to move? Mm-hmm. So it's like it all worked yeah. out. I wasn't even in a space to really create last year mm-hmm. at all. Like the second half of the year was legit just like God telling me to like live my life and show what that's like and pitch certain things. But like the constant content yeah. was not a thing because it was just like I'm legit just trying to find a roof over my head. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like it all worked out. I wouldn't have been able to even Mm-mm. work. And then damaging those relationships that you need in the future. Yes. Because God be knowing. Yes. It, and knowing. it's... But even though we are like spiritual beings, we're still people. 100%. You know what I mean? So it's like, God, I know you up there orchestrating A, B, C, and D, but right now I can only see A mm-hmm. and it's frustrating. Absolutely. And you know I, you, and you got to have those moments. Yeah. For sure. You got to yeah. have honest moments because if not, and you try to be like, bless the holly favor. every single yeah. day when that's, I wake up. Yeah. Not a single thing to nah, me. Nah, it's, it's like, unrealistic. It's unrealistic. And I'm always going to tell you I'm struggling. Struggling. All right. I be struggling at times. Right. Because I, I need, when you see me somewhere, I need you to know I'm human just like you. Yeah. But I'm getting through this by the grace of God. Yeah. And I get to a point where I'm like, God, I don't have it in me. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, at this point depend on you. And he's like, that's what I've been waiting on you to do the whole time. And can you learn to depend on me? Not when you're at your wit's end. But can you just learn to depend on me? Just every day. Period. God is so good. You know what's crazy? <laughs> when I got the email from you, I was like, I don't know that many Bible verses, man. What? You you said that <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. five times. And I was like, do I just be on here quoting Bible verses? No, 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 verses? not you. No, it was no. more so just like... When we see people in certain positions, yeah. again, that feeling of not feeling qualified. Yeah. I'm like, I'm qualified to to be on that? I'm just being 100% honest. No, you know what I, mean? love I was that. just like, I was like, Brenda from what? I be seeing her all the time. You know, and I was like, I know she don't know I go there. I didn't. You know what I mean? So I'm like, wow. But to your point, being your authentic self is enough. You yep. know what I mean? It's It's like God is in my life. Every day, all day, moving and aligning me with people that either I've seen on TV or yeah. I've seen in the pew or I've seen on the other side of the country. And now we're just all in yeah. community. And I feel like that is such a blessing to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Seeing the way God just orchestrated all of those steps on behalf of my obedience. You know what I mean? Makes you qualify. The fact that you follow God qualifies you. And know that yeah. you got you got to own it mm-hmm. because you're gonna be in spaces where you might be the only one who know God, right? And you, His only representation in the room because He put you there. You got to know I belong here and I'm here so God could show up with me. 
And it, it comes with practice. It comes sometimes you gotta psych yourself out. You know, act like you got the confidence to know. Like, I, you're right, Brenda. Thank you for putting me on the podcast because yeah. I'm supposed to be here. You're right. And it's yeah. like, until you start believing it. Because God has that for you. But the more you root yourself in him and keep asking it. Like, God, how do you see me? Right. And make that a constant thing until you own. And then his lens becomes yours. Yeah. And that's how you see yourself because it's, it is going to that how God sees you and how you live through that is going to determine where he can take you because you can't get to a space. And if you feel like you don't belong there, that's where compromise seeks in because you feel like yes. I got to do this to stay. Yeah. I it's, started. Feel, I'm sorry. I no, started feeling that really hard toward mm-hmm. the end of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel transparently speaking. Yeah. Um, Safe space. I have surrendered. M- a lot of areas of my life, but one place that I did not was uh, my romantic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I have tried to, I feel like I want you to be the author of my love story, but I still got the pen. Mm. And it's, I'm hitting these walls and it's making me feel real bad. Mm-hmm. It's make, Again, it's making me feel real invisible. I'm not doing this in 2024. Mm-hmm. I am completely giving that area of my life to you. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that like when it comes to my opportunities, God wants me to publicly um, reach out for those things and shoot mm-hmm. my shot. That is not the yeah. lane that God wants me to do in my romantic life. And that's what I've been doing. And it's like, you don't do the same thing and expect something different to happen if it ain't working. That's not for smart. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I felt like I hit a wall at the end of the year because I had gotten ghosted by this guy and I had spiraled. Like, did I, did I send too many emojis? Was I too excited? Was I anxious? Was I thirsty? And I was like, too many emojis is crazy. Right. I was just like, I'm, cause, cause he was like real laid back. And I was like, I'm not laid back. So I'm like, should I have tried to match his energy? And asking myself all of these questions yeah. and questioning myself. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is not healthy for my for overall sure. well being, And I keep doing this to myself. Yeah. So it's like, am I willing to just like, really surrender it to mm-hmm. God. And I had just prayed that like, as I surrender this to you, keep my heart like open and soft. Yeah. Cause I don't want to go into anything, especially not this year with a hard heart, yeah. knowing that God is going to put me in spaces that are new to me that require a certain level of openness. Yeah. You know what I mean? It requires like, all of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, even with this, with this podcast, you know what I mean? Like it was like, Oh, I didn't see myself on the on the podcast, but I'm gonna be open to it. I, yeah. I I gave that vow to myself this year. Like even if it's different and uncomfortable, still be open. You don't yeah. know what's gonna happen for sure. Because I could have been like, no, let's check back in <laughs> in a couple months. Yeah, no. And it was yeah. and this moment was supposed to happen because yeah. everybody else is like, we'll catch you on the you know next one. And I'm like, no, nah, we this needs to happen. I, I, and I understand that now I think to the relationship thing that that is for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I love the prayer you prayed about like, God, I'm going to surrender this to you, but keep my heart soft because very much, very similar to I'm kind of chill and laid back. But then I think the more I progress in ministry, I'm like, all right, where he at. All right. <laughs> it's given 33. It's almost given, uh, menopause and motherhood. All right? right, and I don't even think those two things go together. <laughs> and so it's it's kind of like, okay, God, what's happening? And so then, um, like I've tried dating apps, and like recently, mm-hmm. I like met a guy. I mean, he had the boxes checked. Okay, he was a doctor. All right, that is a big box. All right, <laughs> he had his own house in California. I said, oh, wow. it's given some ain't some ain't right. <laughs> it's too it's too good to be true. And so, like, we had, like, exchange numbers. Look at everybody in the room. Like, she didn't tell us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the heads turning. They like, oh, really, Brenda? Because yeah. it wasn't worth mentioning until this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started, like, talking or whatever. We exchanged numbers His accord on his accord. Like, hey, I'm going to give you my number. Like, we could talk there, whatever. <clears throat> and then he found out what I did. And what he ghosted? He didn't ghost me completely, but it just got I I first of all I'm also extremely intuitive, and I got the Holy Spirit, so I can catch a vibe. And I was like, mm, there was a shift that took place, and so I just I'm very direct, and I also don't waste my time. And I sent the text, and I said, Hey, 
you know? I imagine that you we exchanged numbers because you wanted to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I said, after learning what I do for a living, you still feel that way? You still interested in vibing, you know, so we can get to know each other? He said, well. I said, you don't got to well me. I already knew. But were you going to say something? Right. And he basically was saying, like, first he said, I don't think we're on the same spiritual level. And I said, okay. I respect that. And then he said, Be honest. Um, after he said that, and then he was like, man, also, there comes with, he's, I really wish I knew the words he used, but something to the extent of, like, there's a lot of, like, restrictions dating a pastor. And so I said, mm-hmm. and my only issue with that is, which is why I used to always say as a kid, I will never be a pastor. Like, never be a pastor. Yeah. And I was like, I definitely won't be a pastor as a single woman because that's not attractive. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, it's... but I think it's because people have an idea of what it is in their head. And he didn't even allow space for us to actually get to know each other. Yeah, because that's, that's why. Because a, preaching is what I do. It, it's not who I am. And and I get it. It comes with the like thing, but ooh, that one was like a. And I, I had a spiral for like a two thing. or three days. Like, Lord, I didn't even ask for this. Yeah, and look at what this is doing to my life. It's it's things for sure. It's things, and I think similar to what you were saying to me, there there's a reason why God has you being a pastor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't be seeing a lot of pastors with jeans and dunks on. You know, I know. You know what I mean? And it's like there's. In a way, I can like empathize with looking at pastors a certain way because in the culture, we are seen to look at them that way. It's not like we're down to earth and you can come talk to me. It's legit. Like, no, I'm up here and you're down here. For sure. Right. Which Which is to your point why I have to exist. Right. For sure. 100%. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, I would never think that I was going to be on a podcast talking to a pastor. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but to your point, he didn't have the openness, yeah. you know? And it, he Which wasn't- Which also a- meant he wasn't, he wouldn't be able to handle it. No. So it's like, no. there is the mature part of you that's like, bye, you know, thank you, next. Is that Ariana Grande? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> and then the other side of me is like- but how many times we gonna have to go That's through how, this? I'm so sure. tired of people being like, you dodged the bullet. And I'm like, well, can we chill with the bullets? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want no more bullets thrown at me. You know what I mean? It's it's like, I've been, for sure. I've been celibate for eight years. Come on. And I, for sure, didn't plan on mm-hmm. going this long. You said and, it, and, I didn't expect for it to be eight years long. Right, right. But it's an, eight is a number of new beginnings. <laughs> new beginnings. So and I but, see what you But do. what I see is that I got a bunch of new beginnings. I'm on this podcast. I'm For in sure. LA. I Come got on. a I got a new apartment. I got I do have a bunch of newness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And again, it's one thing that I have been actively trying to give up is like trying to figure out God's Makes, time. Because sure. it's just and never gonna make sense to no, me. No, and you, know you what all, I mean? we will always be frustrated trying to do God's job. Always. You know, like For sure. I I didn't see myself uh here. You know, yeah. and it's like clearly God had other plans, but I think we owe it to ourselves to be honest when those like rejections happen. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Cause, you like, got to sit in it. I don't care how many Bible studies or sermons you've written or raps you've written in my case, because I've had the similar thing happen to me. That's why I don't give people my Instagram when I meet them. If I like you, you get my number. You don't get my Instagram. Yeah. Then you're going to be like... Oh, so I see you be rapping and you be acting and you be funny. Yeah. And you be, like a it, lot of I, things attached to me. No, for sure. And you're not even, like you said, giving me a chance yeah. to like just show up as myself. For sure. And it, yeah. I thought I had made it because I'm usually, that's not, I don't ever lead with that. And we ended up like talking about work or like getting off of work. And, and he asked like, I was like, oh no, like I work for myself. That's all I said. He's like, so what do you do? And I'm like, all right, yes, we about to put it out there. Because I already know, you know what I'm saying? And I usually, and he didn't know my last name. The moment I give him my last name, that's it. Because if you got my name, then you can just put you it in just the search box. <laughs> and I'm going to be all over the internet preaching. And it's going to be like, dang, I didn't even know you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And so I think that is like, the other thing is just like, who God intends for us, that's who it will be. And so it is kind of like, all right, it's cool. But to your point is like, the prayer is also like, God, keep my heart soft. Because I also don't want to be bitter and like, not open when that person that is coming 
comes. Right. Know? It's like, oh my gosh, what, what's your red flags? What's your green sure. flags? What's your because yeah. we so like antsy yeah, about it. I really want to let it flow. Like I've let everything else flow. Yep. You know what I mean? And trust it's, God to do that. The same God that did all the other things will do that in yes. His time. It's just like, but your time is timing in a way that I see time. <laughs> time. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for Thank you for saying yes. Amanda. For sure. I'm excited to like continue to watch your journey. I'm super duper excited. Would you mind praying for the people? Me? You. <laughs> now? Right now? Right now. Whatever you feel led to pray. You can pray for faith. You can pray for trust. You can pray for you can you you threw out a lot of stuff. Whatever you you pray. However, and and pray how you pray. Don't be trying to make up words that you think need to be said on the box. Pray how you normally pray. That's how we want to be praying. I thought she was going to say, let's close out and I pray. No, nah, no, nah, I don't pray on the podcast unless I'm on here by myself. You ask your guests to pray? Always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> don't this, be stressed. Just um, pray. Whatever is on your heart. <laughs> Father God, just thank you for this day mm -hmm. thank you for this podcast thank you for brenda and her ministry thank you for aligning our paths thank you for everyone in this room um that contributed their time and energy to make such a beautiful podcast happen i pray that um you keep both of our hearts open and soft in this season and that we continue to surrender to you even when it's difficult god mm -hmm. i pray that you continue to deposit dope content ideas as Brenda did mention that this year she wants to expand more on her content. Let those ideas pour in and align and be fire and connect to whoever needs to connect to. God, I pray that you continue to keep me bold and courageous even when I don't feel so myself. Mm -hmm. I pray that um, you align me with everyone that I need to meet. And I pray that uh, this podcast um, has a bunch of other amazing guests that resonate with people and that can relate to the message and may this year just be beyond our wildest dreams in jesus name amen amen yeah. you, you did it you did it i'm qualified <laughs> come on I'm qualified. I'm qualified oh that's a see that's a vibe that should be a rap i'm qualified <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope something was said today to help put your life in perspective. Hey, do me a favor. Go follow Destiny right now. Where can they find you? Uh, so my Instagram is destiny.mabry. Destiny may refollow me, DM me, say what's up. <laughs> hey, guys, I love that. And you already know, like, comment, and share this podcast. It was absolutely amazing. And subscribe to the channel and be right back with us here next week. You don't want to miss a thing. You already know. This is Life in Perspective. Hey. We out.